Hi, I'm um, Jared Butler. Just um, really excited to be here. Um, my journey is come to Utah, so it's a great chapter of my life, and I just uh, can't wait to get to know you guys. I feel like we're going to be talking to you all a lot, and um, yeah, just excited to be here. Go ahead and open it up. You guys want to raise your hands. If you guys have questions, we'll start there. Hey, I'm Andy Larson from the Salt Lake Tribune. Good to meet you. Um, just can you tell us about kind of how this process unfolded from your point of view and especially with the Jazz, kind of when you knew they were interested in you and kind of, you know, when when did they talk to you on draft night, that kind of thing? Yeah, um, it's really a lot to explain. Um, I mean, obviously, I played at Baylor University. The Jazz has some great ties with Baylor, and um, I knew some guys in the front office just from you know knowing knowing guys. But um, I think through the draft process, I, I knew they had some interest, but they were at 30, and um, they kind of didn't think that I was going to get to 30. But um, you know, I'm I'm here now, so um, that's that's just about it. And on draft night, it was a it was a rough night for me. Um, but I think then when the drafts, I mean, when the, when the Jazz called me, it was just extremely, you know, thankful. And, you know, I, this is where I'm supposed to be. And I'm just, you know, honored for sure. Uh, Tony, my name is Tony Jones from the, from the Athletic. Um, you know, can you go in a little bit more detail, you know, just about the night, the emotions of the night, knowing that you're a guy that, that probably has, you know, teams value in the team, certainly, you know, in, in, in the middle of the first round. And the slide all the way to 40 um, because it's stuff that's largely out of your control. Yeah. What are your thoughts there and, and, and how do you deal with it and how do you process stuff like that? Yeah, um, um, I have faith, obviously. And um, sometimes when you have faith, you don't know all the answers. You don't know all the um, ins and outs and how things are going to work. Um, but for me, I just tried my hardest to have faith and uh, that the Lord was going to direct me where I needed to go. And um you guys, my parents, it was it was really hard, really tough, because like you said, it was something out of my control. And, you know, I can't change, you know, who I am physically. You know, that's kind of hard. But um, like I said, at the end of the day, I think this is where I'm supposed to be. And I'm just so excited. Hi, Jared. Nice to meet you. Yeah. I'm Eric Walden. I work with Andy at the Salt Tribune. <laughs> nice. Um, can you take us through, I, I think a lot of people have never heard of the fit to play situation before we can kind of take us through the process of getting medically cleared by the NBA. Um, was that yeah, the heart condition, the knee condition, both? Yeah, I, I won't go into specifics about the condition or um, whatever. Right, yeah, yeah, I'm not asking you to reveal anything. Yeah. Just kind of take us through what that process was like. Yeah, so it's pretty not um, pretty simple. Um, they, you know, whatever the field of interest is, um, they get three of the um, three doctors, um, one from the NBA, one from the NBA Players Association. And then those two doctors collaborate on getting a third doctor to to make it a, a three-person panel. And um, I got a chance to speak before the panel and um, me and my agent and some other representatives that I wanted um, to kind of like state my case and give my last remarks about, you know, this is why I should love you, whatever. And um, so, yeah, and they and they, they um, deliberated and talked through it and they ultimately came to the decision. Um, I'm Ryan Miller from KSL. I just, what do you like about your fit coming here? Yeah, I like how they shoot a lot of threes. Um, obviously, at Baylor, we shot a lot of threes too, catch and shoot, off the dribble, pick and roll. Um, so, yeah, I'm extremely excited about that. And I feel like the culture here is also something that I can um, really adjust to. And um, just really great people, honestly. And that's what I'm about. And 
um, just trying to be a fit and, you know, build up a culture that's, you know, inspiration to other people. Ben Anderson, KSL Sports. You said you know the Lindsays, obviously. Mm-hmm. Have you met Quinn Snyder yet? Have you talked to him? And, and who else do you know from the team, if at all? Yeah, Coach Quinn was the first person to call me, actually, um, on draft night. And um, he was pretty emotional, understood my story, and um, relayed to me that he he was just, like, extremely happy that, you know, I got to 40. And um, you could just tell that he drafted me as a person and wanted me for, you know, who I am as a person and, and not just, you know, basketball skills. Um, so that was really comforting for me and um, Jake and um, Mr. Dennis Lindsay is, uh, is also some people that I know very, very, very well, and they've um, been extremely part of my life. So, yeah. Uh, Sarah Todd from the Desert News. Uh, do you know whether or not you'll be playing summer league yet? Have you had talks about that with the guys in front office? Yeah, it's kind of still in, in the, um, debate, but I'm, I'm healthy enough to play. But, yeah. The, uh, the prospect of playing with guys like Donovan Mitchell, Royce O'Neal, like you said, and I mean, just some, some very veteran guys, Mike Conley, possibly. Yeah. And what's that like knowing that those are, those are the guys that you could be possibly learning from your first season? It's like a goldmine for me just because, you know, the level of where they're at in their career and um, what they're doing is something that I want to do. So, like, you know, I'm, I'm I have no problem being like, Mike, like, w- w- how do I get there? How do I be this guy? How do I be like you type thing? And um, so I'm, it's like a goldmine for me. And um, I'm humble enough to, to, to realize my role. And, um, but I think at the same time, I can make huge contributions to winning. And, um, and that's what I'm all about. Just what do you want some jazz fans to kind of know about yourself off the court? What are you like? What do you what what are your hobbies? I mean, kind of what what are you like besides on the court? Yeah, pretty cool guy. Um, <laughs> pretty, brag or yeah, yeah. Um, I love going to eat with people. Like literally, just going to eat and having genuine conversations. Um, I like going to the lake sometimes, being on the boat. It's kind of nice. Um, but yeah, just I like to smile, laugh. Um, pretty genuine and personable person. Uh, can talk to anybody. And um, yeah, that's about it. When uh, at Baylor and throughout your college career, or somebody that, that played the point, played the two, how important is that positional versatility for you? And how important has it, do you think it's been for your development to get to this point? Yeah, it's been huge my whole life. Um, I can remember being fourth grade playing on and off the ball. And, um, you know, I didn't know at the time, but it was preparing me for the league and how it is right now with guys who, you know, not just because you bring the ball to the court doesn't mean you're not coming off the ball screen, um, things like that. So I, I, I've been prepared for it my whole life. And um, it's definitely something that I think is going to be come to my advantage and allow me to get on the court quicker because I'm not um, confined to one position. Uh, why did you go back to school after your or after your sophomore year? Why? Yeah, you probably could have got drafted last year. Yeah, right? for sure. Um, I just think um, from the council of the people around me, um, they said I could be, you know, a first round pick. That didn't happen, but but also our team is going to be really good. Um, you know, we had a chance to win a national championship. We had a chance to just win the Big Twelve. So that was that was other reasons. Too. What did you learn from that? When did I learn? Yeah, just from going back. And um, Oh, a lot of stuff, especially about just me as a person, handling adversity, how to win um, at the highest level, um, playing with guys who are also at a, at a high level and, you know, NBA players as well. Um, 
and then also building a culture and like having it as your own you know what i mean it's, it's a hard thing to do um especially as like college kids and you know you're trying to you know get the nation to be on notice of what you're doing and you know that's something that we did any more questions in the room okay go Okay, we'll move over to Zoom now. Go ahead, Danny. You said look straight, right? Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. So if you're in the Zoom room, please raise your hand if you have a, a question for Jared. We'll start with uh, Danny Green, ABC4. Hey, Jared. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We're good. Okay, cool. Hey, uh, I just want to know what that experience of winning a national championship was like for you and, and how much, uh, I mean, playing such an, in such a big time environment like the Final Four, how does that prepare you for your uh, first year in the NBA? Yeah, it's extreme um, stage. I mean, like it's it's a kid's dream. Anybody that plays college, they want to win a national championship. And um, for me, it was just like the relationships I built with the team. Um, it's like it's going to last a life long, a lifetime. And um, you know, to cap it off with that moment, and you know, working so hard and not knowing whether or not you're going to win, it's it's just it's just something so fulfilling. Um, but I think it's more so the, the relationships I've built and not so much the, the championship. Because at the end of the day, it's just a game. But, you know, the people and the people we inspired was, like, really cool. Great. Next, we'll go to Nio Campbell, utahjazz.com. Hi, Jared. Nice to meet you. Um, so as a rookie, what impact do you want to have both on the court and off the court? Um, I think on the court, I don't want to be a liability. I don't want to – I don't want you to know that I'm a rookie – um, I want you to think that as if I've been playing in the league for, you know, six or seven years. Um, and also just not, I don't stick out. So that's kind of the same thing, but like, you don't say like, oh, this guy, like, is this guy a rookie? That's, that's kind of like my thing on the court. And I think off the court, um, um, adding to the culture and not, um, making a negative impact, being a positive impact to the culture of the team and, um, what the organization is about and, um, and being about the right things. That's, that's kind of what I'm trying to do on and off the court. And then Dana, did you have a follow-up for Jared? Yeah. I just wanted to know, Jared, did you have any experience with Salt Lake city or with Utah before you, you, uh, you got here? Any, uh, any, uh, or what are your thoughts of Salt Lake now that you've been here for a little bit? Yeah, so we played an NCAA tournament game here in Salt Lake, and um, we actually got a chance to practice in the facility, so that was pretty cool. Um, but other than that, that was my only experience beforehand. But today, you know, the mountains are cool. Uh, the scenery, I don't think it, it can ever get old. And um, the weather's nice. I'm from New Orleans, so it's hot, and you're sweating as soon as you get outside. But here, it's just a nice little breeze, so that's about it. Any more questions in the room? Okay, go. Yes, 